It's Sunday, August 7th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Senate Democrats unified around elements of President Biden's agenda that have languished on Capitol Hill for more than a year and are now set to bring it to a vote in the evenly divided Senate. After the vote, lawmakers will engage in an hours-long amendment battle. The package could receive a final vote in the 50-50 Senate as soon as this morning before heading to the House, where it is scheduled to receive a vote on Friday. The legislation, which largely survived a review by the Senate's parliamentarian, calls for more than $700 billion in government revenue over 10 years, with much of that coming from a 15% minimum tax on large profitable corporations and money generated by enhancing tax collection efforts at the IRS. About $430 billion of those funds would be dedicated toward incentives for companies and individuals to reduce carbon emissions and an extension of subsidies for health insurance under the Affordable Care Act. Around the world, Hiroshima on Saturday remembered the atomic bombing 77 years ago as officials, including the head of the United Nations, warned against nuclear weapons buildup and as fears grow of another such attack amid Russia's war on Ukraine. Nuclear weapons are nonsense. They guarantee no safety, only death and destruction, said UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres, who joined the prayer at the Hiroshima Peace Park. Fears of another atomic bombing have grown amid Russia's threats of nuclear attacks since its war on Ukraine began in February. Meanwhile, Russian forces began an assault Saturday on two key cities in the eastern Donetsk region and kept up rocket and shelling attacks on other Ukrainian cities, including one close to Europe's largest nuclear power plant, Ukraine's military and local officials said. The cities of Avdivka and Bakhmut have been considered key targets of Russia's ongoing offensive across Ukraine's east, with analysts saying Moscow needs to take Bakhmut if it is to advance on the regional hubs of Slovyansk and Kramatorsk. In the Donetsk direction, the enemy is conducting an offensive operation, concentrating its main efforts on the Bakhmut and Avdivka directions. It uses ground attack and army aviation, the Ukrainian general staff said on Facebook. The last Russian strike on Slovyansk was July 30th, but Ukrainian forces are fortifying their positions around the city in expectation of new fighting. Russian shelling killed five civilians and injured 14 others in the Donetsk region in the last day, Donetsk Governor Pavlo Kirilenko wrote Saturday on Telegram. Back in the U.S., President Biden tested negative for COVID-19 Saturday after a rebound case, but will remain in isolation until he has a second negative test, his physician said in a letter. Dr. Kevin O'Connor said in a letter made public by the White House that Mr. Biden tested negative on an antigen test and continues to feel very well. A White House official said a second test was planned for this morning. Mr. Biden first tested positive for COVID-19 on July 21st and tested negative five days later following treatment with the antiviral drug Paxlovid. But he tested positive again on July 30th in what his doctor described as a rebound case. And Elon Musk said Saturday his planned $44 billion takeover of Twitter should move forward if the company can confirm some details about how it measures whether user accounts are spam bots or real people. The billionaire and Tesla CEO has been trying to back out of his April agreement to buy the social media company, leading Twitter to sue him last month to complete the acquisition. 
Musk countersued, accusing Twitter of misleading his team about the true size of its user base and other problems he said amounted to fraud and breach of contract. Both sides are headed toward an October trial in a Delaware court. If Twitter simply provides their method of sampling 100 accounts and how they're confirmed to be real, the deal should proceed on original terms, Musk tweeted early Saturday. He went on to challenge Twitter CEO Parag Agrawal to a, quote, public debate about the Twitter bot percentage, end quote. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.